That was awesome. Hey there. Hi, George. How you doing? I am doing... I'm doing awesome. Yeah, because you just walked into the room to that song, like, as if you are the president. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this, we are recording this on the day after the inauguration. Yes. And today was a completely different vibe everywhere. Did you, did, you, did you feel that, or did I plant that seed and then you realized it? No, I felt it from the moment I walked into work today. It was weird. What, oh, what, was, what was it like? Like everyone was like breathing. Like, an ex, like a collective exhale. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. We have been like... <gasps> right, right. <laughs> and it's like... Yes. I have been literally waiting to exhale. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tony Morrison, people. <laughs> For real. It, uh, yeah. 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 So many. I woke up today easier than I woke up yesterday. Mm-hmm. I woke up yesterday still nervous that something was going to happen at the inauguration, during the inauguration. I, I was just, again, apretado with the anxiety, just holding my breath. And then nothing happened. I was like, oh, hey. So today I woke up, I put on my little show that I usually watch, and it was just, we're off to the races with a new administration, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, shake it off, yeah. okay, okay, let's go, okay, yeah. and I like got ready for work, and I like put on my stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna go to work too, yeah. <laughs> I want to change, <laughs> I want to sign some shit I'm today, sign executive orders, bitch, <laughs> the executive orders of my life. Oh, this is my, what we're doing. We're, we're doing something. Yeah, um, man. And there was, and I got a lot of that same. I received a lot of that same energy from people that I spoke to all over the place. Um, just kind of like relaxed. And yes. Okay. Like, and you know, this is the part that's uncomfortable. You know, when when uh, because depending on the side you're on, is. I'm not on that I side, feel, so I feel great. Thank yeah. you. Next, but I feel like it's it's even even they are. There's got to be a sense of like release of tension, you know? Like okay, like whatever, it's done. Let's move forward, you know. I and I love his speech, by the way. I mean, for you know, I know. I mean, everything he said. So many like. I don't know. Break, let's break it down. Grandfatherly things. Let's break. There's a lot to break down. Okay. Right. Um, there's, um, we can talk about him as the perfect person to assume the role of cleanup committee. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because you can't just, like, you have to undo a lot of the damage. Mm. And you also have to, you have to, like, assess the damage that has been done. Most of us that believe what I believe in have a clear understanding of what a lot of that is. And so I'm sure there's a team of people that he has aligned himself with to get it going. And it's like, I always... Not always. I have come to learn that a good measure of someone's leadership abilities and skills is not just they themselves, but who they choose to like surround themselves. Like, who is their team? Who are, who is their like? Who's in their cabinet? Who's going to like advise? Who's going? Who are they going to get opinions from? Because that job, when you're when you're you know when you're the top, when you're the CEO, the executive, there's a lot of decisions that you have to be made. And you got there for a reason, but you're definitely not the person who knows everything about everything. Right. True. 
Very true. And knowing that you're not that, I think, puts you in a much better position than thinking that you are that. Right. And that's the difference, I think, between 45 and 46. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Is okay. that mentality. I see. And that's why, even though you people have their criticisms about Biden, I can get behind somebody who knows that they maybe are, they don't, they want it, they're ready for it, they're, they've done it, that's all they wanted, you know, but it's not like the other one that was like, this is mine, it was always meant to be mine, it'll be mine forever. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. I, this, I, it's like, yeah, this was my destiny, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. This is like, this sounds like something of like an anointment, like a, of a, like a king situation, mm-hmm. which is nothing about that, which doesn't smell anything like what a republic should smell like. Yeah, yeah, I see. So, th- yeah. Bye. There you go. And now, and now it's, you know, I, I, what I'm looking forward to is again, regardless of what side you're on, just less, a little less tension. I'm, I'm so turn ready. Down the, turn down the heat. I'm, I'm ready for like friendliness, kindness, understanding, like breathing space. Like, you know, my favorite thing that he said was for those of you that did not vote for me or are against me, give me a chance. Just give me a chance. It's the American thing to do. And 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 you'll see, you know, let me let me allow me to show up for you. And and uh, and, and I there were so many in that poem, the poem that this. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I, I felt like I was. Well, well, songs, She's still show. songs are poetry, but but I but I felt like I was I could almost hear music to it. And there was no music, but I I could almost hear music behind her speaking and the words were just like one after the other it's one of those things like you're like oh mm, nice dude what yes you know like yeah like, yeah like constant that was my favorite that was definitely my favorite part did you sing along with Garth brooks i did not sing along with him because i was eating lunch okay but uh but you know yeah i was i was surprised to see him there yeah that's awesome. At the, so he sings Amazing Grace, and at the end, he stops, and he's like, I want everyone to sing this with me no matter where you're at. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. so I, I was in the that. car, and I sang it in the car. I wonder, I was just like, I wonder if you, someone else sang with Garth Brooks. I remember that. Yeah, a lot of, I, I'm sure a lot of people did. I couldn't. I was literally eating. Hello. Yeah, and, and, and I sing all the time. <laughs> It was my day off from singing. Got it, 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 got it. No, I agree with you. I think that, um, I agree that uh, because of what we endured these last four years or, you know, since um, he is the right person to break us out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like level head. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, presence, I really you know, don't, you know, I don't speak much about this because people are have been hypersensitive about it and uh, so i stay out of it i don't you know i i stay publicly neutral you know and this is my space this podcast is my space to you know get, share Express my thoughts yeah yeah and to share my thoughts about it and uh and you know i there is the the i hope people understand what it takes to really get rid of resentment to a point where you can move forward in a productive manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that a big part of the healing is going to be whatever angry side there is and, and just kind of try and 
be a part of this and be a part of America, you know, uh, for the next four years. Um, so, and, and, and that's just, you know, what I'm hoping for, but it does involve processing things within yourself, you know, because resentment, you know, it's, it, there, there's forgiveness involved in resentment, but really resentment is your own clarity on the situation to where you don't become triggered or as triggered by external sources that you have no control over. Um, and, and that's, that's really what I'm hoping for. And the thing is, is that I sensed that today, but I know that's not what it is. What it is today is just breathing. People were just breathing, you know, um, they were just, that's, that's what I got today. What I got today is like, it's, it's, this it's over. And now we can like, even if it's just for one day, everybody just take, like you said, like everybody just took a big deep breath today and a big sigh, you know? So eh, that's what I'm hoping for, man. You know, because resentment is com- is complex. You know, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a huge. It's, it's a, a choice. tremendous it's a choice. choice. Of it's a choice to hold on to anger, um, or to uh, no, it's a choice to hold on to anger. Uh, it's a choice to um, continue to carry the wrongdoings that you feel have been, you know put upon you mm-hmm. um it's a, a choice to live in a victim mentality mm. it's a choice to uh it's a choice to live bitterly and sourly um it's a choice to not live in the present moment it's a choice to um avoid conflict resolution i don't know it's like you're choosing it like you i I don't choose to wear, you know, 20 pound weight vests when I do CrossFit workouts because it's extra fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Resentment is like wearing a 20 pound weight vest. It's just extra fucking hard. It's, it's, it's even worse than that. It's wearing an extra 20 pound weight vest with expecting for other people to suffer. Resentment is swallowing Ooh. poison. Ooh, child. You know, it's, it, yeah, that's, you know, resentment is swallowing poison expecting for the other person to die it's awful and it only makes the person worse when they uh, when the person who's not dying is just like having the best time because that's usually how it ends up being right that's usually how it ends up being well when we talk about forgiveness which we've talked about before in the on this podcast we know that forgiveness is not it's a it's in a way a very selfish act you know you don't you don't forgive somebody because you're doing somebody else a favor, you're forgiving somebody to do yourself a favor to to you know alleviate yourself of that weight that you're carrying. Correct. Right? The person you're forgiving nine times out of ten are going to go, you know, you say hey, I forgive you, and you're going to go, okay. Um, what was that about? Well, you did this to me that one time, and oh, okay, and then they turn around, they're like, I don't even remember that. You know? Or they just don't see it the way that you see it, and that sparks a whole other argument, exactly. and you end up just in a fucking vicious cycle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's like, I, one of the other. Two oh, guys. you don't see what you did? Well, that says a lot about you. Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. You're the piece of shit that yada yada yada. I'm yada, sorry yada. you took it that way. <laughs> Forgive me. I forgive you. Uh, humanity. Yeah. Literally being held on by a thread. Egocent- egocentric. I mean, we are egocentric by nature. So, you know, that's that's just how it's going to go. You know, that's how it's going to go. Letting go of resentment is... I had, you know, somebody uh, earlier this week talking about how they've processed the resentment towards um, a family member. 
and that that family member came to visit for the holidays and how every time that family member said a, a negative comment they would answer sarcastically or angrily and they're like yep i've processed my resentment because every time they would say something i would say something snarky back <laughs> and i'm like mm-hmm. what did you process yeah. it with more resentment yeah. and it's, then just drink it down that sounds like a resentment cocktail it's it exactly <laughs> it's so I'm, I'm just looking and i go uh it yeah. sounds like you are here for all of it you're just taking it resentment is when somebody makes a comment that would used to trigger you and now you go Oh gosh. Okay, this person's just a sick human being. You know, like let me just move on from that. I'm not. I'm not. That's not going to penetrate. I'm not receiving that. You You're know? saying what? That is resentment. That's but, when you've processed it. When when somebody who you used to have resentment toward got it starts saying things or doing things that used to trigger you, yes. and now they don't trigger Correct. you. Correct. Now you're like, well, okay, there they go doing their thing again. That's on them. That's yes. their toxicity, not mine. I don't have to own that. I'm moving on, you know, and that that's you know, so it's like, yeah, I process my resentment. I just answered snarkly or in a fucked up way every time they said something. I'm like, <laughs> OK, well, no, you didn't process shit, no. dude. Resentment <laughs> tennis match. Is right, tennis. right. <laughs> Lobbing insults and passive aggressive comments back and forth. And we just got over the holidays, people. You don't have to do that for another 12 months. <laughs> You don't have to look forward to that until at least, like, I don't know, Easter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope that's, that's, I mean, going back to what we were talking about, I just hope that that's, uh, that those resentments will start clearing and, you know, we can go back to just the, the tension was so thick these, these last, well, four years, but also, you know, these last six months have just been very. You know, and it's been a, it's listen, it's been building and building and building and building and the amount of just we've talked about the misinformation in the past, mm. um, and it is just it's irreconcilable. Yeah, you know when the, the, when. Two, when two worlds are like when people are living in two different worlds on the same on the same place it is bizarre is what it is it is I feel like I'm living in the Truman show I don't know like it's really weird there's an Instagram account uh, if I find it I'll put it in the show notes there's an Instagram account that dedicates themselves to putting all the headlines of all the newspapers daily like in one place so okay. you can compare. And like, you know, I'm not going to go into like examples right now, but, you know, it'll be two newspapers have the same picture as the as the front page, the headline opposite views. Yes. Just skewed in yeah. different directions. And it's ha- and it's all happening in, within our country. Correct. One country. I what is I'll, I'll it might it might come to me before the episode ends. But um, but yeah, crazy nuts. Now, yeah. I the only the way that the only way I, I make that it makes sense to me is that I sit in my space and I and I I wholeheartedly believe in what I believe in to be true. So I can only imagine that's exactly how the other person feels who is on the opposite side of everything that I believe in. That right. they wholeheartedly believe in what they believe in to be true. Yeah. Um. You know, some of us ground ourselves in like science and fact other of us ground ourselves in books 
written yeah. by people yep. centuries ago and yep. everything that stems from that. Um, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm I, very... What makes me happy is seeing people believe in something. What makes me unhappy is when, you know, people are defensive. And that that's that's the difference, you know? Like, uh, the when we... T- <laughs> I've asked, like, three people in the last couple of weeks how they feel about the vaccine i have no right now i'm not going to share my opinion on the vaccine right now because okay. i'm just kind of watching and waiting but do you have an opinion not no not now Got not it. right now uh but it's when i ask people it's there's you have the people that are like are you asking me if i believe in the vaccine yes i believe in science yes <laughs> and i'm like okay dude like cool all right like edgy <laughs> so edgy People have been on edge. And that's, yeah, and yeah. Everyone that I know. Every, every, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Am I an idiot? No. So, yeah, I don't believe in that. It's like, oh, well, okay. Um, yeah. it's just, do I believe in my individual rights to personal freedom? Yes, no, I do believe in that. So, no, I am not taking the vaccine. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, wait. Okay. Wait, how'd you get there? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have me, you have me, you, have, you lost me. Wait, rewind me, rewind. I, yes, I can't. Personal liberty, yes, freedom to make choices, and yeah. that means no to the vaccine. Okay, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be angry, too, for fun. <laughs> oh, I did that. I've done that. You have? Yeah. yeah. Tell I, me. I, tell I, me. I mean, well, first of all, there was grunge, okay. which was literally a, a fashion statement yes. about being angry. Yes, absolutely. And nihilistic. Yes. Um, you know, I was a huge Alanis Morissette fan, and that was yeah. just an entire album about being angry. And what did we have to be angry about back then? Us? Yeah. At 13 years old? Yes. Um... Our raging hormones driving us absolutely insane. Um, being pulled by parents who were like, I guess, kind of hip, like after the hippies, maybe depending on your age. Uh-huh. Um, but also like the 80s, Reagan, and say no to drugs bullshit, mm. which we maybe didn't really feel, but I don't know, nothing. We had nothing to be angry about. I mean, I went, I was in, I was at Carver Middle School. What did I have to, I was angry about being at Carver Middle School. That's what I was angry about. That place was the, Terrible. I had a horrible time in middle school. That's what I was angry about. And so it just worked out that Pearl Jam was on the radio. I was just stoked that we had a president who played saxophone and, you know, got his dick wet. I didn't understand (laughs) the conversation about about what is and what is not sex. I get it now. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, that I, the whole, like, I did not have sex with that woman, meaning I did not have intercourse with that woman. I didn't get it. Oh, okay. I see. At the moment. But we got it now. No. Oh, we got it now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, was... We may not get it as much as Bill Clinton got it. Right. But... <laughs> I got jokes. Yeah, you do. I love it. I love it, dude. <laughs> Gosh, man. I um, I, 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 I like where this is going. I like where this is going. I got, I got to share with you, man. Uh, the my oldest son is his kind. He's kind of like you know become like a little fashion consultant for me. And it's very interesting. Just be mindful. Oh, I know. That how old is your son? Oh, he's 14. And he's giving you fashion advice? Not advice. He's just like throwing things out there. Like he's like, you know, he's like, why? He's like, you know, it's okay to wear, you know, sneakers. And he's like point, but he's like making sure it's age appropriate. Like he's like, you could pull these off. And I'm like, all right. Like, and it's all very 90s ish and i'm like 
all right, this was my era, but Which I'm 41 now. Also, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, this is, you know, I, I'm familiar with this because this is my era, except I'm not 14, I'm 41. But what are you supposed to be wearing? No, he's just, you know, he's just, we, we've, uh, you know, we have, we always, like, have had things in common, uh-huh. and, like, he likes to, like, take advantage, and I do, too, obviously, I eat it up, I mean, you know, spending time with my son and quality time in that sense is awesome, but I, I, I it's also very interesting to see how he views me. You know, because he's like, yeah, he's like, you're not like the other dads, you know, like you could pull a lot of things off that you probably feel you can't pull off, you know, and this and that. And I'm like, huh, interesting. I'm like, but anyway, that's we were talking about the 90s and growing up and being 13. So it just reminded me because of some of the things he's like, you know, especially in shoes, like sneakers. He's like, you should get these. You should get these. And I'm like, all right. You guys wear the same size shoe, don't you? Nope. I thought that, too. I thought that, too. Because I was like, you should get the Air Jordan, the Dior Air Jordans. Because if you are ten and a half, then I'm gonna come over and borrow them. Yeah, no, yeah. He showed me the Dior uh, Air Jordans, and did uh, he really? Yeah, no, just because I was talking about how ridiculous some of the, how expensive, ridiculously expensive these sneakers are, and he showed me those just out of conversation. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's a size eleven, and I'm a size ten. Do you know how cute is that? Custom made. Yeah. Every single one of them are hand stitched and handmade. Insane. Uh huh. Insane. Uh-huh. But um, I love Air Jordans. I do own a pair, as well as, as, well as Air Force Ones. Nice. 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 Why not? You know, w- wearing them properly and proudly. Fuck that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love all that stuff. I'm also the person that will wear boat shoes. I literally have Sperry top sliders on right now. So And they look great, man. I keep it. Those always I look great. I have always my style ranges from like... Yeah, clothes. you have a good shoe collection. Yeah. Um, so, I don't... I don't know how we got here, but I love that we got here. This is just what we do, Carlos. Yeah, we have is, the talks. This is, we, have, we have the talks. Welcome back to the Maka Media Podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Maka <laughs> Media Podcast. Yes, dude. Um, so, w- w- what did we have to be angry about when we, when we were younger? I don't know, but the grunge era uh, was definitely representative of, of anger. And I loved every second of it. So, and how did we get to that? I don't remember. But we were... You know, basically, I hope that now moving forward, people can clear their resentments and we could just all have fun. I just want to have fun, George. Well, that's because you're an Aries. Yeah. I've gotten really into astrology in the last three months. Okay. And by so, that, I mean, tell I me just a little bit. following the Aries accounts on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell no, me about I Aries. There's I I like to have a better under I, I just like to have a better understanding of the whys behind the things that I do sometimes. Yeah. Um. Just wondering, you know. Um. And there's a ton of information out there. And so after we read like what we read and did what we did, I started just kind of like reading some more and reading some more and reading some more. Um. And I always had, I remember growing up, there was, a, we had a book of birthdays and so you would turn to your birthday and you would read the page and it would like have all these characteristics about a person that was born on that birthday based on, I don't know, the sun, the moon, the stars and someone who knows about this stuff will speak much better and much more like, uh, with detail and authority about it than I am. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think that there are some things that people apply to that maybe maybe mumbo jumbo and i'm not i'm not all in on every on any particular form of dogma to begin with but i definitely think that there are like points of interest and like a little like fun facts and like oh ain't that 
some shit. Right, right, right. You know, like sometimes the coincidences of these things or the, the, the traits that they pull out are like, for lack of a better word, alarmingly accurate. Yes. I, I would have to like, agree with you. Like, you're really like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just, I'm going to save that for later. Yeah, i save that for later. Yeah, I guess I do that, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Hit me. Somebody, somebody told me today, actually, they're like, oh, you're Aries? Oh, man. And I'm like, what? They're like, you guys have like an on switch, but you don't have an off switch once it turns on. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, like you're nice and happy and kind and patient until you're not. Until you're not. And then there's no going back. And I was like, no, I'm like that. Nah, 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 nah. That's not true. I'm a very, you know, forgiving person. And in my head, I'm going, fuck, I've done that. Yep. Going down a list of people in my mind Just where I'm like, head. oh, shit. Yeah. People I've snapped on. Gone. And yeah. And it's like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Infinity Stone. Just gone. Done. Gone. <laughs> Bye. From one day to the next. Incredible. Yes. Yeah. And I was like. You but- no longer suit me. <laughs> That's it. And and how do you go how do we go about it is the is the interesting part. Like it's they disappear. It's radio silence. Yeah, they disappear. Yeah. Like they're two feet away and like you it's like you could just walk through them. You know, like there's nope. done. Yeah. And but it like the But it needs to stop on the inside. Huh? It's eating us up on. I think it eats us up on the inside. Yes, because um, we usually end up harboring feelings of nostalgia because mm-hmm. it, it didn't. It got to that point. It wasn't always that point. So you miss what it was, and you try to figure out a way if there that it could not be that way, but it never is, you know. And every time we have those thoughts in our overthinking head, mm-hmm. we always arrive back to the same place and the same conclusion, and it's this where we're at right now. That right. that was not. Right. You're a piece of shit, and right. I'm amazing. And then that's when we have to deal with our resentments, which <clears throat> is really tough for an Aries. Sure, you know that's and 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 number one, uh, like you said, making the choice: Am I going to clear the resentment? That's a choice. That's already just getting there is already a mission for us. I mean, well, I can't speak you know, for you. Not to give like I mean, this is gonna, this is going to sound how it's going to sound because of what we do the kind of because of the work that we that you do because of um i don't know like our desire to just not be the kind of guys that are like well this is just who i am so right. that's it um uh, like no that shit doesn't fucking suit that doesn't suit me anymore right so i need to fucking change so we're able to like i think not like fall into a lot of the pitfalls right uh, okay, because you are you aware of your thinking you are aware of your actions you are aware of that stuff you you know we have the tools in our toolbox to be able to like you feel it when you're not and you can like get yourself out of it mm. um but the the ones that trip me out are um aries are usually get very annoyed very easily <laughs> okay and it's just everything to them is annoying <laughs> <laughs> for, for no reason just like this is so fucking annoying or people are annoying situations are annoying something yeah. is annoying just like oh my god yeah. Yeah. so annoying yes. and that feeling is like just literally like someone's like like fire yep yep oh my gosh yes and you will hold it you can feel it in your neck you can your 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 hands clench up like you hold your breath and 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 the thing is at least with me it like sticks with me like if on a monday i run into somebody and they're annoying and then they act annoying and they annoy me and they stay and they say something annoying 
It'll be Thursday, and I'll be like, that motherfucker. So annoying. So fucking annoying. So annoying. And it's like, <laughs> okay, there's the resentment right there. That person has no idea. None. They're living their best life, and here I am four days later, like, what a fucking, oh, fucking hate that shit. There, and it always to me, it's like, it's in, it's when I feel like my personal space is being invaded, and mm. my personal space can extend for, you know, thousands of feet in front of me. <laughs> Like, if I'm at the gym and the next exercise is going to have me using, like, the rig and someone is in the place where I need to be in 30 minutes, I'm already getting annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to remind myself, bitch, you ain't there yet. Let the motherfucker finish his right. set. Like right. he don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to go cut his head off yet. Oh, oh my god! Relax. Dude. You still have three sets <laughs> at this other place. They're doing the announcement for class, and there's rowing, and there's like fifteen of us, and there's twelve rowers, and I'm like, they're doing, <laughs> they're doing the announcements, and I go get my rower. I'm like, I get my rower, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed. There's so many people here. <laughs> Why would they program a rowing workout? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Minutia annoys me. Chores annoy me. Like, mundane things annoy me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was... And it's a a terrible character defect. One that I've been managed... That was was able to, like, figure out and identify and um, overcome. But, yeah. That one really trips me out. So, have you been one of these edgy people in the last my six months to a year my whole life okay well let's narrow it down to this <laughs> that's my entire my life. life so let's narrow it down to the last like six months have you been like or have you been more to yourself on these public issues that you know um that are have been talked about and stuff um listen 2020 was a very difficult year for everybody mm-hmm. um i don't think I don't know of anybody that went through it unscathed one way or the other, right? Um, Something, they were touched by it. Um, My personal experience in 2020 um, was transformative in a way that I never saw coming. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just physically, um, but... My life, the, like I remember, at twenty. Um, I'm starting, you know, Facebook and Instagram remind us of like this day a year ago, and those images are coming back up, and I'm starting to see, like I'm gonna be the thought that I had of when I saw it today. I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to fucking relive 2020 hmm. because it, they're gonna like these memories are gonna yeah they're gonna come back yeah they're gonna, they're gonna remind they're gonna, you and I capture moments with images and these images are going to be snapshots of what was going on and I'm going to relive that this year again because of the fucking social media platforms that I'm on that remind me of this stuff and I had like a little moment of like like anxiety like oh do I really want to relive it like, no it was so hard and and then it's like chill out mm-hmm. you already did all the fucking hard work You've already gone through it. The memory of it isn't going to touch you. Right. Because you've already done it. It's just the memory. It's done. It happened. Um, I don't know why we're talking about this. but We're talking about we're having the talks. um, It's, uh, I guess I'm just like, the annoying thing, like, 
it doesn't hurt me as much anymore. It's not as bad anymore. God, what the fuck was I saying? Why were we talking about this? I'm trying I don't to know, like, man. find a conclusion. It's all about the inauguration of moving forward. God damn it. Like, you know, there it is. Yeah. Just, the inauguration. You're just, it was, yeah, it was a lot of, no, no, no. It basically talking about, you know, being Aries. I asked you, you know, if, uh, if, if you've been one of these edgy people in the last six months to a year, and then you started talking Thank you. about, yeah. Thank you. It was like, I, the, I, the, the, the time frame doesn't, the time frame, 2020 was such a unique thing that that capsule, it's like a time capsule. It'll always be frozen. Mm-hmm. In, of, for the experience is that I that I had right um, so was I edgy in 2020 yes mm. the likelihood is I will there will always be like an edge to my personality to your personality there you will know, always be something there's always going to be an edge to my personality mm. um, and just like there's a An extraness to my personality. Sure, yeah. For lack of a better word, I I don't know how else to be. That's the thing. I don't know how else to be, Carlos. I know how to. I know how to. I, I know how to tone it down in certain places. I know what roles to play in certain rooms. It's what I call like it's my version of drag. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I know how to put on drag. Yeah. And be a, a character to play. A role, yeah, but that's not like who I feel like I am. Am it's just a version mm-hmm. of myself, and I usually end up holding back a big part of me in those places. My mm-hmm. drag is me pretending to be less than in places, or trying to channel the extraness into a very narrow corridor of uh, um, of intent. Yeah, depending on where I am. Yeah. So that that role that I'm in, whether it's at my job, whether it's as the president of the, the South Florida, um, the Out Foundation South Florida, whether it's my training, um, I can just find success by like channeling all that fury, all that power, all that extraness into just that one thing. Yeah. I don't know how else to be. No, no, that's and it's great. Congratulations, by the way, on the, on the Outward event. It was good. It was good. Dude, I have... When... When did you know that you had found what you wanted to do? Have you... That was a really presumptive question. <laughs> Fuck. I just put you on the spot. Anyways, I will strike the question. Okay. I, um, so I've, I've been seeing a therapist for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was talking to her today and she, um, I was explaining to her how great I felt to do this thing because something that I realized and I like really risked like about myself and I like was able to harness was I'm a really creative person. Um, and of my strengths, I'm a really creative person. Right. Um, and, and it manifests in a bunch of different ways. I'm constantly having like bright ideas about stuff. Yeah. Um, my follow through isn't always so great, but I have these ideas. Yeah. You know, I'm also a person that is really good at bringing people together. Yes. Like people who may not talk to each other, people who may not have anything in common will usually have me in common. Mm-hmm. So I can have a dinner party, I can have a get-together, I can have an event, and I can rely on and count on people to arrive. 
Yes. And I, I, did, I didn't know that was a thing until someone told me it was a thing. Okay. Good. And I was like, that is a thing. And I started to like test it out in different arenas, and the test holds true every single fucking time. And I was like, yeah, that's mine. That's not like, it pays to be lucky, that's not lucky. Right. So, those two skill sets, those two strengths of mine came together at this event. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to get a bunch of people into one room to work out together. Mm -hmm. And, but I've never had to deal with you know, a fucking global pandemic before. Right. I never had to deal with, like, how do you throw an event that's socially distanced? And I was thinking, and I was, the part that I couldn't get over was the idea of having one place. Like, what? where is this one place that's big enough? Like, my God, do I have to, like, what? can we get Marlins Park? Who do we, do we know somebody there? Like, maybe yeah. a big feel, oh, the permits, and, but then we still have to do it in, like, a hundred people. Like, that's so much. And I was just kind of, like, you know, going through all of those those different like machinations yeah, scenarios you know yeah. trying to like brainstorm it until I went to an event in December um this queer women's fitness collective called Lesby Fit mm-hmm. um I got invited to go by one of my board members I went and I participated and it was just like going to work out with a group of people that get together you know that they have things in common um and I was there, and I was like, "Okay, let me go see how they do this event." And so I went to the I went to the event, and it was it was just a workout at a box, and that's when I realized, shit. Instead of it being a bunch of people in one place, it's all these places are capped, right? Because of the because of the capacities that we have and the distancing that they have to maintain based on the county regulations. Well, I know the owner of this box. I know the owner of my box. I have two owners on my board. Mm-hmm. That's four gyms. Fuck what yeah. What would happen if we all, if we had one event hosted by four different places and told everybody, pick one yeah. and just go. And then we connect virtually along with everybody who wants to connect virtually from wherever they're at in their apartments. We have two people connect, one people, someone from New York and someone that was in Boynton. And in my head, it made sense. Mm-hmm. But when I started to talk about it, people were like, well, that's a good idea. But like, like that's like a lot of technical stuff. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? I'm like, I have no fucking clue. But in my head, it made sense. Yeah, and it was a great idea. it was just kind of like pushing it forward, pushing it forward until I found the person I needed to find who was like, I know how to make this work. I know how to do this. We have, and it was the people at National. Yeah. They have the infrastructure already in place. And it was just about like reframing it. Like they do it one way, and I was like, instead of it doing it, you know, this way, why don't we just organize it this other way? And they're like, yes, we can do that. And it was just yes on yes on yes, yes. on yes on yes. And my forecasted projections was that if we sold out the event, we would make about eighteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we made over two thousand dollars. Nice. Wow, dude. So I want to thank you for coming. Oh, it was it fun, was man. Amazing. I had a great I want to thank time. Everybody who came out and supported um, the event. It was amazing. It was just, I'm so over the moon that it went so fucking well. Yes, it did. It went really well. And, uh, and I'm just, I'm just so proud of you, my friend. I just love the idea that, like, while we were in our room working out, there was a bunch of people in three other rooms, not to mention a room in, in, New York and a room in Boynton and we were all working out together. 
Yeah. Oh, not only that, but there was a gymnastics course going on in, in the gym we did it at, our gym at CrossFit yes. Soul. And we had people say, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, okay. We're going to jump in. We're going to jump in. Where, where do I get a ticket? Okay. Yeah. Da, da, da. All right. And so we had like three extra people yes. jump in, yes. you know, which was awesome. I was like, was great. that's the beauty of CrossFit, man. Like, I love that somebody I've never met before. Like, once we get through a workout like that, we've been through something together. Yeah. And that's it. Like, we are connected. You know, and I love that. And I loved the whole event. I loved, uh, the, you know, obviously the purpose of the event. Big fan, obviously. Uh, you know, and it's a great cause. And then and and just the whole experience was awesome. It was a great way to, to spend, you know, a Sunday morning, man. It was I loved it. And yeah, you you had to get creative. You had to pivot. You all these things that we've talked about in the last eight months you know it's it's really and you've always been this way but i'm saying like we've talked a lot about this in the last eight months and you you know you 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 just went and 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 did it you you pivoted you adapted you were creative you used all those things about you that are strong within you and and applied it and it and it went really well yes it did yes it did did. i've done event i when i when i was heading up pride rx and we were doing social events I remember always having a feeling of anxiety and dread mm. the day of the event to the point that we would like I would get into fights with people like yeah. I was so my my anxiety was so unmanageable because I was afraid to fail. Mm. Um, it came for a second and it vanished right away because what's great about this is we had already raised a bunch of money right. so like that the, the we i already had like tangible evidence that the success was there right yeah. like okay we sold the tickets yep i hope people come and work out but if they don't i still sold the tickets <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. thank you for the nation like my my why is changed yeah, you know exactly. like now it's like i guess like I, the why is different now and it's um that that good juju, that good energy fuels everything else. I want to be better at my job. Like I want to just it, it. It's a it's the momentum. Um, I said something. I, I your son was featured on the Team Soul Instagram. He yes. was doing a front squat PR. I think he did a front squat PR of one sixty five, yeah. which is a good amount of weight. Yeah. Um, especially in the front squat, especially for someone who's fourteen years old. Yeah. Um, is I mean it's close. To, I'm sure it's close to body weight. Uh, yeah, about ten pounds off. Yeah, um, that's that's a good thing. And what I said was lifting, doing that stuff um, is good because besides the aesthetics, it gives when you when you grind through something and you succeed, it builds confidence. Yes, it does. It builds confidence, um, and that confidence is something that you can apply to every other part. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but if I grind through it, I'll succeed. That's right. Um, and that's what powerlifting does for me. Um, that's what powerlifting did for me all of 2020. I couldn't have done 2020 without the fitness that I had. You yep. know, I needed that fitness. I needed to like, and seeing my body change helped. It was all, I don't know, I'm having like a very me moment right now. And I'm super sorry for like consuming all this thing. I'm here for it. I love but it. But it was like, I... Never was a person who, I, like, has driven my career in a specific, like, direction. Like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. This is what I want to do. This is my purpose. It's never been that way. Mm. And it doesn't, I still don't have that. 
But everything that we've done, everything that we've been through, every experience that I've had, it's just so it can be better. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. That's it. And it feels like it feels like I can finally exhale. Like it makes sense. I'm seeing it. Yes. I'm seeing it happen little by little. And that feels so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I love seeing it. I love observing it. I love being here for it. You know, it's 2020 for me was very strange in because I this is going to be a bold statement so I'm going to have to fumble it and then I'll I'll clear but I am one of those people that I wasn't really affected by 2020. Uh-huh. Um you know and it's it's a very uncomfortable conversation to have because when you're talking about a pandemic that involved a lot of deaths and people losing family members you don't want to be the asshole that says, "Well, I had a great year." So um I did have a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at it from very selfish purposes, I, my life slowed down. I got a good gauge of the pace life is supposed to go at, and I haven't let go of it. I haven't sacrificed it again. I haven't gone back to that. Um, I'm really preserving that space. I'm not trying to fill every hour with something. I'm giving myself spaces that I didn't used to, I didn't used to do that. So I was affected, but in a positive way is what I'm saying. Um, I, I, and so I'm going somewhere with this, is that I made it my purpose this year to show up for people. I showed up for my practice. I showed up for my friends. I showed up for my family. I just wanted to show up for people because if I'm not being negatively effect, uh, affected, then the best I can do is show up for others. And all that to say, it makes it for me, from a very selfish perspective, so much more enjoyable to see your growth. To see what you've been through and how you're, you know, growing, you know. I've grown too. I mean, because, and again, this sounds shitty, but I don't feel shitty about it anymore because I did it with good intention and purpose because Mm -hmm. my work involves helping people. But it's no secret that my, what takes people two years to build in a practice, I did it in five months because of the pandemic and all the mental health you know, related issues. And of course, I was one of the few clinicians that were seeing people in person. Um, so obviously very safe and all that and distant, but I was one of the few clinicians that was seeing people um, in person. So um, I showed up, I showed up for a, a lot. And, and, uh, and, and in that sense, you know, I, I did, you know, really work hard and I tried to show up for people as much as I could and help them through all the emotions related to the pandemic, whether it's uh, couples issues or isolation, loneliness, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. health anxiety, big one, um, all that. And so anyway, all that, just to say that that was 2020 for me was getting a chance to do the work that I love and watch people grow from it. And I don't know how that comes off, but that's what my year was and paying more attention to my like my family like my kids like being really engaged in what they're doing and how they're doing it and watching them grow and you know all that and you know lauren is doing some major growth too right now and and uh and it's just exciting man so this is like the inauguration of 
of of things like this this new era like I posted a picture yesterday on Instagram that was very unlike me. I took the picture myself. Oh, I love that picture. Thank you. I, yeah, it, but the whole process is very unlike me, and and that's actually one of my one thing that like I learned through throughout the year is I need to not only show up for people in the way I've been showing up for people, but I need to show up more publicly too. And uh, so I've been, you know, focusing photo more. Shoots, photo shoots, yeah, photo you shoots. know, showing up on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going back to doing like my little videos and stuff like that. And and yesterday I posted that picture, and I just, you know, I, I felt inspired and put, you know, the therapy chair. You know, like this is so much occurs from this angle. And wait, so I, you took that picture yourself? I took that picture myself. So you set up your camera. Yep. You set up your little timer. Yep. You told you posted the picture. Yes. You didn't have like a photo. I thought for sure it was like a professional photo taken. Thank you. That yeah. means a lot. Yeah. I, uh, no, I just I didn't. I, I would not have pegged you as the person to set up your camera. Set up time. That's me. I'm that guy. Very. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm getting comfortable with getting uncomfortable. And and, um, try, and with it, it, try doing it with your clothes off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to get uncomfortable, where, where watch your follower count increase. increase. Too. <laughs> Just, those two things go together. <laughs> Take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got to put myself out there more with music, not performance wise, but recording. And I got to, I had to, I had to have like a little, you know, meeting with myself, a little. I had to call myself out and, you know, be like, stop, stop being so scared, you know, stop. I mean, stop. you were going to do, I was re, I was, I revisited some past episodes Yeah. and there was, well, I mean, you just opened the door, so now I'm going to walk through it. You mentioned how you were going to put out like an EP of mm-hmm. covers and an EP of originals. Yeah. And there was like, I want to roll back the one to like the fall and the other one, like, and then as you're reading that, I'm like, mm, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Which is fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm wondering now. I'm, now that you said it, I wonder like, are we gonna get the the cover EP? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the the guy that owns the studio that I'm recording at, uh, you know, he had to travel for a while, and there was like COVID related things, and sure. everything got delayed. So so it is gonna happen. Uh, but more. See, you got touched. Oh, oh yeah. But more importantly, though, it was more than anything. It was I made a choice. I'm showing up for people. Let me stick to that for a little bit. Let me just at least until like, believe it or not, we started this episode talking about the inauguration. In my mind, a lot of a lot was riding on yesterday and not for any political reason. But like I was like, okay, like after tomorrow, you know, I'm going to start like giving myself the space to do music again because things have been so tense and people are dealing with so much that I was like, let me free, let me put the music aside for a second and let me just focus on showing up for people in, in, in helping people. Okay. You know, so I think I just transferred the energy, uh, but the goal is still there. And yes, this will be the year and I'm, 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 I'm done with, you know, putting myself in like an age bracket and need feeling like I need permission to release music. Uh, it's all in my own head. All in my own head. Yes, I realize that. The worst place to be. The worst place, yeah. It's like, people are like, what does that have to do with anything? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like that. So, Isn't it um, Leo that said AJ, nothing but a number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, um, who was it the other day? It was, I think, one of my one of my son's friends that was over. And he's like, hey, he's like, are we ever going to, you know, hear another thing on Spotify from you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's coming. I just don't, I feel like I'm too old to record. And he's like, 
He's like, well, I mean, if you want to be like a teenage pop star, maybe you're too old. And this is coming from a 14-year-old, you know? And he's like, but you're never too old to record music and you're good. So why not just do it? And I was like, damn, look at you, bro. I was like, okay. Who's the wrong 14-year-old? All right, son. Spitting truth. Spitting truth, son. 14. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, so that's where I'm at, man. Yeah. I was... There is an incredible... Um, series on Netflix right now. Which one, George? It's like 5,000. It's the one called... <laughs> it's called Pretend It's a City. It's uh-huh. Martin Cors- Scorsese presents Fran Lebowitz Pretend It's a City. And um, it's Martin Scorsese basically like kind of um, interviewing Fran Lebowitz or having a series of conversations with Fran Lebowitz. Um, and it's a series of... It's like a bunch of different episodes. Have you seen it? Have no, seen- I have not. She's um she's like a well-known writer and humorist um and a like a New Yorker since the 70s and she's got that like very old school New York like um Woody Allen what are you doing what are you talking about ah, kind of like humor um which is very like specific of New York um and I'm saying this because she's talking at one point she talks about music as music as it being this like drug but that's not bad for you because all, when you hear it Anytime you hear music that you like, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, is that music always like the best music in the world, like the finest compositions? No. But when you hear something that you like, she was talking about Motown. When you hear the music, you, I smile. I feel good. Yeah. That's what she was referring to. She's like, it's like a drug, but you don't, doesn't, doesn't ruin your life. Right. Right. Um, and... I feel the same way, and I think, you know, and I know you feel the same way, and I think that you should, you know, give the world more drugs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, this has been the the most miscellaneous packed show episode that we've ever done. Ever? Ever. And I love it. This has been the most... Uh, all I've had fun in every single recording, but I've had so much fun today because I feel like this is... And, and I, I, I say this at the risk. I don't mean to sound like the other ones are disingenuous, but this is really what you and I would be talking about if the mics were not on. Well, we were we were talking and we just kept yeah stumbling over these things. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's another one that's not going to be able to get. We're not going to get it on the mic because it's gone. Yeah. Well, when we have it, it's gone. Exactly. Yeah, it's lovely and it's organic. And when you go through what you go through and you find yourself back in a space that you're or not back because we don't go back when you find yourself in a space that you feel good about calm, like just like relax and at ease and just there amazing things happen yes 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 I love it I'm here for it so maybe the next one will be like a structured episode with a topic but this well was... if someone wants to send us a topic to talk about they can do that but they don't so it's my <laughs> show your show too our show <laughs> sorry about that like, let me pull it back George damn really feeling yourself today it's our show and we'll talk about whatever we want to talk about alright I like it and if people uh, don't like it they can just whatever yeah it's send okay. us a comment. I would love to see a comment. Yeah. Send us a negative comment. I want to see what that looks like. No, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Just kidding. Could you imagine? What are they going to say? These guys just talk shit all day. I dare you. Yeah, those two games, I will show you. I, I'll show you something that someone sent me that was really shitty, but it's not to do with our podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't wait to, to wrap <laughs> this up so you can show me. <laughs> 
All right, guys, you can find us at Moaka Media on Instagram, uh, moacamedia.com for everything Moaka Media. I am uh, at carlos.escanilla on Instagram, and my music is at carlos305music. And George? I am at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.